0: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Please be advised that Gen X This Is Why contains adult language. No, Amy, I thought that fucking Nels also. I thought that Catherine McGregor in 1986 had never seen a name. And welcome to gen x the podcast where we re-examine the sometimes wait bizarre. what's what's welcome to gen x what is that oh my god jesus christ welcome to our generation <laughs> welcome welcome to gen x guys <laughs> we're here <laughs> welcome to gen x this is why the podcast where we re-examine the sometimes bizarre and often scarring media for our shared ch- from our shared childhood of our shared childhood my name's Amy. I'm a proud Gen Xer, born in 1977. And I'm her sister, Jenny, born in 1974. Jenny, my mind is scrambled oh from yeah. this episode. Is that what happened? <laughs> I named our recording session "ape shit" because this must be where the term originated. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see where it I mean. You see, I You mean, see Michael, where that term came from. Michael Landon's probably like, "I'm just going to throw some ape shit down." Yeah. Like and when that's how doubt. I'm walking out of here, bitches. Like, this is the equivalent of Winona Ryder lighting that smoke yes. at the end of heaven. Yes, you're that was away. amazing. <laughs> Mike, yeah, Michael Landon is ghost Here's of Michael Landon. Ghost of Michael Landon. I see you. I know what you did with this. Here's an orangutan. Enjoy. <laughs> a little bit of me hate you, ghost of Michael Landon. <laughs> Another little piece of me still finds you attractive. Okay. So, Jenny, any news today? Um no.
1: Do we have oh, topic? Okay,
0: so I just have to I just have to um put in a recommendation. This is old news, but I'm re Arrested Development.
1: I've that is
0: that. some of the best television. Like that first season. Until until season like three. I think even season three, it's the the season they made like lately. Yeah. That's not good. But up no. like those I think there's three original seasons. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, amazing. It's good television. And Job, Job says to, Job says to Michael, Michael's like, blah, 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 blah. I don't know what he was saying. And Job goes, Michael, I'm your older brother. You're never going to impress me. I'm never going to be impressed by you. (laughs) Jenny, I am rewatching, speaking of that actress that plays the mother, I'm rewatching Archer. I love Archer. I love her. She just died. Jessica Walters, She just died. I love her. I'm enjoying Archer. I loved it. Like Timmy and I watched it when it first came out, but like just yes. rewatching it, it's so it. good. It's just so well written. What is the the thing that she says? Hold on, let me find it. I just sent it to somebody. Guys, while Jenny's looking that up, let me just tell you guys: we have heard you. We know you're sick of the wig on a stick, Brett Michaels. So for our next Patreon, now we already recorded him, unfortunately for January, but for our February Patreon. We're going to do My So-Called Life, and we're going to do a blockbuster. And Jenny, I think we should try to do Better Off Dead because that's what the people are demanding. Really? And I love that movie. I do too. Okay. So you heard it here, guys. As, as long as we can find it, we will do it. So that's going to be for February Patreon. If you're not signed up, you're missing a lot of good content. So hit the link in the show notes to sign up for that. Go. Now go. Um, so one of my favorite quotes from Lucille Bluth, who is Jessica Walter. Mm-hmm. If that's a veiled criticism about me, I won't hear it, and I won't respond to it. <laughs> love her. I love her too. I really do. <laughs> I really do. um, so you're rewatching that. I'm re-watching Archer. Anything else we're watching, Timmy and I are watching the boys the new season. I
1: still you haven't watched, watched that the
0: boys right? no, I didn't no, I didn't I can't even. I can't even with you. <sighs> I mean, I watched Andor. I love that. That was so good. I didn't see that. Succession's coming out in the new year. I don't know Mm. when. Yeah, There's something coming out January 29th, a new season of something I want to see. I forget what Um, it was. 90 Day Fiance the other way? No. Oh. Well, that is coming out. Great. Jenny, are you watching Milf Manor? No, definitely not. (laughs) Okay. You know the twist is that it's their son's. Remember, I called you mid episode. Yeah. It's their sons. Yeah, you told me. It's That's disgusting and weird and gross and like weird. seems like something that would be on Morocco Love. Mm-hmm. All right, Jay. So let's flip our attention to The Love of Blanche, which I just want to say was like a knife to the kidneys. <laughs> the sacrifices I've made to watch this show. It was more like a brown rage. (laughs) It was more like a dull poker. That's rusty to the kidneys Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. guys. We are covering little house on the prairie season nine, episode 19 by, by force. I did not choose this for the love of Blanche. The description reads on his way back from sleepy. Eye, Isaiah Edwards meets up with an old dying man. Whose last request is for Isaiah to take care of his three-year-old Blanche. I have written by Michael Landon in a bottle of whiskey Directed by Michael Landon. Michael Landon, what happened? Like, like I think he just got high the one time. No, he never got high. Bite your tongue.
1: I that think is a- the devil's right.
0: wacky tobacco. He would never. He accidentally got high and was like, "I'm gonna give <laughs> Isaiah Edwards a caper." Wait a minute. Are you implying he was smoking a marijuana cigarette by accident? Like maybe okay, he thought not- like me starting the rumor that Graham was had opioids. Uh, so. <laughs> You know, what? when I was listening to the playback of that, I was like, oh, it sounded like she said Graham, but I'm like, oh, no one's going to think that because like, I'm just I felt like I just had the point of view of like, we called Graham Graham. So I was thinking of that and yeah. not Graham, G-R-A-H-A-M. Yeah. And then lo and behold, our memes were all over that as they are. Guys, our grandmother, for the record, did not have an opioid addiction. So now we're in a situation because Amy didn't enunciate to Graham or, or reference that he was the character in an older episode we were thinking about. Um, she has to post something that says our Graham wasn't an opium addict. <laughs> um, and for and new people into the, and for people coming into the group new, they would be like, okay, like Graham, Graham, grandma never would have been an opioid addict. She just wouldn't guys. She took a sip of a Tom Collins and Tom never Collins. drank again. Tom Collins. She said she would go to the Big A and she would get drunk off the smell. How'd he get drunk off a smell? I don't know. So she is not an no. opioid addict. No, definitely. Like, okay. The exact opposite. So maybe Michael Landon was accidentally smoking a marijuana cigarette. Yeah, like because he smoked so many cigarettes. Maybe like a marijuana <laughs> cigarette found its way in there, in that pack somehow. <laughs> And he, he wrote this, like, he's like, let's, let's do just a, a, a hokey Edwards, like, caper. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Why not? Okay. All right. Jenny, we open on Edwards, driving through the countryside, talking to his horses, and he comes upon a camp and it's that weird old guy. Did you recognize him? Were you triggered? Of course. He was in like a million things. I'm looking up, um, this translation that he gives. Mm. Jumbo is actually correct. Yeah. It's Sudanese. Mm -hmm. Um, But you recognize this guy, right? He's the weirdo. He's the weirdo. You recognize him. Yes, totally. Of course. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he shushes Edwards and says, my little girl is sleeping in the wagon nearby. And Edwards is like, oh, I'm sorry. Then we get five minutes. First of all. Wait, before we get to that. Go What motherfucker? Pulls up to your camp and sets up camp next to you (laughs) when there is a thousand miles of planes Uh and like uh 20 people. This is like a fucker who gets on an empty subway cart and would like go and sit right next to you. Like they'd probably get punched. It's like the person who goes into the bathroom stall right next to you when there's 85 that are open. Who does Mm -hmm. that? Mm-hmm. The airport, like, if you're at a table and they come and they sit next to you and there's, yeah. like, a whole line of, like, empty seats. That, don't ever do that. Especially no. now. After the pandemic. Mm-mm. Come on. Gen X pro tip. Stay away from me. Yeah, I think we've discussed <laughs> that already. Or no, it was Gen, It was my pro tip of don't touch me. <laughs> Same thing. So, Edwards introduces himself and we get this, who's on first act of this guy saying he's Buffalo Bill. This dude is clearly not Right. Clearly, yeah. Clearly. So I just wrote, they have an infuriating conversation. I don't want to talk about it. Some time passes and the dude is telling Edwards he was shipwrecked in Africa for 40 years and learned the native language. Jen? What? Weigh in on this. He says, "Jambo" means hello, which I looked up and is correct. "Jambo" is Swahili. I'm trying to figure out the Missouri thing. That's what I'm looking up now. Yeah, that was weird. No, that I, I don't know what he's talking about. With the Missouri thing, means I'm fine. Well, I, I think you know Michael Landon's clever writing. That's the way to let us know this guy's not right. Oh, is that what that was? Yes. Wow. Yes. Okay. <laughs> but like the other two words, yes, um, mm-hmm. they're they're Swahili and Sudanese. Sudanese is Wehari, and Swahili is Jumbo. So, he says he loved it in Africa, but he missed his country, and he came here with his little girl's mom, Zelda, and she died three years ago. And yeah. Blanche is three, and her ma died a few days after she was born. Edward's like, wow, that must have been really hard on you, and he's like, yeah, it was. So now Edwards goes to water the horses for a little bit, and it gets dark. How do you water the horses? Do you mean give the horses water? Yes. Yes. What do you think? Weird. Water Do you the think horses. you're just dumping water <laughs> over the horses? hmm He returns singing old Dan Tucker, and uh, suddenly this dude's dying. I know. Like, just <laughs> like, out of the blue all of a sudden. hmm mm-hmm. He makes Edwards promise, find Blanche a home. Find my little girl a home. Cut to his funeral. <laughs> It's Did a makeshift to- funeral. It's a makeshift. Oh funeral. yeah, it's right. Just Edwards, we just see his grave. <laughs> Edward's burying him by a tree. <laughs> but it was technically cut to his funeral. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> technically, I feel like the cut to the funeral thing feels very Sims to me, like the game The Sims. Mm, okay. Where like like a sim would die, remember mm-hmm. that, and then mm-hmm. so, like their gravestone would just appear, yeah, like yeah, even yeah. if it was the middle of the living room, like it would yeah. just they're so gravestone like they're dead and if you've trapped them in a garage with no doors and windows and defective stoves you have several gravestones in there we must <laughs> we must have talked about this before <laughs> Yes. guys um what i want to say is i'm writing a book as many of you know i'm a writer i'm gonna use cut to his funeral in several places in that book there you go You're i'm right. just gonna be writing a death scene and i'm gonna or a dying scene and i'm just gonna be like the next date is funeral Oh, so, like, you're day. not going to say cut to his funeral. It's going to be, like, next day nope. at the funeral. Correct. Yeah. Next I day at like, his funeral. But I feel like if they're, like, if there's not a visual of that, it lacks, it, like, impact. Maybe. It depends on where the cut comes. So, like, you might be like, guess what, honey? I have stage two cancer, but they're pretty hopeful about it. Next day cut at their to... funeral. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, it that would be dramatic. It depends on where it comes in. Yeah, you right. have to make it a little more unexpected in, mm-hmm. in, if you're just writing it, I think. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So now Edwards goes to tell Blanche and discovers she's an ape. Well, when can we just say though when Bill was dying in his arms, mm-hmm. Edwards was begging to ride or die. He's like, "Let me go get a doctor. Let me ride to town." Like he's like, "I'll go ride and die on this shit. This is what I do. Like this is what I do in an emergency." So now we see Edwards arriving in town and he meets up with, "Hey, everybody!" can <laughs> we also discuss can we also discuss that like you just always had to have a shovel on you in case you had to bury someone in these always. days always yeah. yeah jim what's hey everybody doing why is he just hanging out i don't know i don't know i don't know if, if i just you... know edwards walked in and he drinks out of the barrel with like he just walks and picks up a ladle that is in the water barrel. Uh, Drinks from it, puts it back in. Is that what they did? That's what uh, they did. Guys, if you're new to this podcast, hey, everybody is how I refer to Manly. Because the first couple episodes, the dubbing of his voice or something was real weird. No, you and just he, decided to do this impression of he him. He would come off like little Pee Wee Herman-ish, little Mickey Mouse. Kind of a mixture there. It yeah. was really nice when you had room And you couldn't mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. So, hey, everybody's like, hey, what's what's wrong? You seem down. And Edward's like, I just had a dude die in my arms. (laughs) I mean, I feel like Edward's life is so different than Mm -hmm. Manly's life. Mm -hmm. And he's like, now I have this three-year-old little girl I have to find a home for. And hey, everybody's like, that should be easy. Like, this town is great. Hey, everybody, I'll take a three-year-old and burn my (laughs) house to the ground. Like, you know, he can't handle this. So, Edward's is like, well. Why don't you come out and look before yeah. you agree to this again? Yeah. Why he just won't say this guy had an orangutan? Maybe he doesn't he have the words. <laughs> Clearly, they go out to the wagon. Blanche is gone, but there's a huge ruckus happening at the market. I trial. mean, I cannot imagine these people must have lost their shit. Oh my god! Could you? When imagine? an orangutan runs into the mm-hmm. store, like this is not an animal they see. Like they talk later jenny the voice of reason brings up like there's no zoos yeah like there's a zoo in new york there's a zoo in chicago like so these people have not gone to zoo so they have i mean they just hear about these things in stories and books like they have not seen these animals so that had to like freak them the fuck out you know this isn't real right what isn't real you know they're acting of course I do, but I'm just trying to go along with the snow, Aim. I thought that fucking Nels Olsen, I thought that Catherine McGregor in 1986 had never seen an name. How awesome is that treatment? So inside, Blanche is destroying But I thought they shit. acted it out well because this would okay. have been a big surprise. Okay. That's right. what I'm trying to say. Blanche is destroying shit while Harriet's screaming and she's yelling, Nels, do something. And he's like, I did. I crawled up here. Yeah. He's like, because I he's I like did. I'm not fighting that. Yeah. <laughs> Edwards comes in. He grabs Blanche and introduces her properly. And Nels warms up to him immediately and he's playing with her. And Harriet tries to shake her hand and Blanche grabs her and kisses her. We have gazoo music in the background. Do you remember oh. what a gazoo was? Ring, ring. You know, that metal sound it was, like a yeah, gazoo? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have gazoo in the background. And hey, everybody is like, hey, Mr. Edwards, why don't you write to a zoo? Even though we don't have any. I have so- to say, it was a good idea. But like, there's he, he seems to think there's zoos in every town. <laughs> and clearly that was not the case at this time yeah so edwards is like you know what that's not a bad idea let me take him home let me let matthew which you remember the episode we never covered that who the fuck is matthew he got a son the son who came in with the circus i just wrote who the fuck is matthew i don't know who this is guys come at us i don't know if anyone ever corrected me i don't know that he came in with the circus i could be lying (laughs) (laughs) no but like it's funny because i feel like he's just not like the actor's not around anymore so they're just like oh yeah he's gone for three weeks (laughs) we don't know so edwards is like i'm gonna take him home matthew could watch her while i worked at the mill and uh hey everybody says matthew's out of town but jenny can help after school how old is matthew he was with john carter on a trip but wouldn't he have been in school or is he an adult i don't know (laughs) (laughs) Because like why why would edwards jr going along for this trip no, but why wouldn't Edwards think that, why would he think that he could watch him during the day if he's in school? Oh, uh, maybe he's a school dropout. Maybe he's like a Johnny Johnson situation. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. So at home, Edwards is trying to write these letters and he can't spell appreciate. I mean, that's not a word that I have a problem spelling, but I have those words. Mm-hmm. We all do. Like medieval. I can't can spell you, medieval. Can you spell definitely? Yes. That's a tough one for me. I cannot spell medieval for some reason. And you I use it out. more than you would think. Of course, you do in your Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> corner, <laughs> in your uh, silver statue, pewter statue um, foreplay. Yeah, yeah whatever, that's it. whatever sex games you're playing there, and you're dressed up as a wizard. You're in a pagan circle. There's blood play. I don't know what's happening. Yes, that was mm-hmm. what I was doing for two weeks. That's me conducting blood play. I just like to say blood play. <laughs> So Blanche starts correcting him. Edwards puts her down for a nap and he leaves. And Blanche wait, 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 wait. I have to discuss, trouble. I have to discuss a small detail here. He signs the letter I Edwards. Like mm-hmm. I dot Edwards. Mm-hmm. That must have been a thing. Because oh, like in Hamilton, you know how they talk about when they're singing that song about the letters. Yes. That they're writing back and forth. Mm-hmm. A dot Burr, A dot Ham. Yeah. And then their Cohen song. L. Cohen. S- sincerely L. Cohen. You Was know? that like a thing? Did people in olden times through the 70s sign letters <laughs> with their first initial and their last I don't name? Know. There's a lot of times I do A Archer. I, I just never that. I do my that. name that way though. I just think it's super weird. I don't know. When mom sent you the postcard from Lake Winola, did she sign it? She signed it mom. M. Kopiki? (laughs) Yes. Signed it M. Kopiki. That doesn't make any fucking sense. Okay. So Blanche immediately gets up, crawls up the shelves of, crawls up the, like, well-stocked kitchen that Edwards has all of a sudden, and is getting into his flower. Of course. First of all, this ape is a better actor than half the staff. Half the cast. (laughs) Secondly... I just wrote. If this ape bakes something, I'm gonna lose my shit. Because why would she go after flour? That doesn't know, make any sense. I know, Jenny. I was. I'm telling you, I was Cody Brown level enraged over this. This was so gross. Like, in the, the eating of the flour. Like, why are you giving this to us, Michael Landon? Michael Landon, who hurt you? Aim. I have a question. <laughs> an important question for you. What? Ten three-year-old apes. Or two human teenagers. Two human teenagers. Wow. I'm creeped out by apes. Oh, okay. And part of that comes from the chimpanzee eating the woman's face off. I know chimpanzees and apes are not the same, but it still bothers me. I have an index card. Monkeys versus apes versus gorillas. So there's another part. There's another space in here where. Because Etta Plum puts down gorillas. Where they talk about gorillas and monkeys. And since you mm. brought up uh, chimpanzees. Primates? Okay. So all of them are primates. Mm-hmm. So all belong to primate. Jenny, group. were you impressed that I knew primates? I'm impressed. Okay. Primates include monkeys, apes, lemurs. Mm. And humans. Mm-hmm. And human, you know, h- human ancestors. Primates are distinct in the animal world in that they have larger brains relative to their body size compared to other mammals. Most have opposable thumbs, most and most have I have have tails, that's not correct. Most of them have tails, but I don't have tail. Tail. I don't have tail. They have an incredibly complex societal structure and are considered the most social animals on the planet. They also have longer developmental periods and longer lifespans. Ape is a term for a group of primates that belong to the superfamily I'm going to spell this for you. Homeo, homey. And the last couple letters are N-O-I-D-E-A. No, no idea. idea. <laughs> so homie, no idea. There's okay. the super family. This, this includes, so these are the apes, chimpanzees, bonobos, orangutans, gorillas, and gibbons, and humans. Oh, so are chimpanzees are apes. They're in the ape group. That's See, what I'm saying. That's why I'm this afraid This is the of group these. of apes. Mm-hmm. Um, within the, the homeo no idea group, there is a group called the hominoidea. They're called the great apes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's chimpanzees, bonobos, orangutans, gorillas, and humans. Okay. Every everything else is lesser apes. Mm-hmm. Apes are different than other primates in a vast number of ways. Wait, humans were in that group. Yeah, humans are in the great ape group. Okay, we're homeo sapiens. Okay um apes are different than other primates in the vast number of ways i've put like building skyscrapers and having gender reveal parties but mostly its Mm -hmm. size Mm -hmm. so the largest monkey is 119 pounds that's like one of the largest monkeys so great apes are much larger um intelligence is the main separator so um monkeys are not too smart apes can learn sign language they use tools obviously humans are a whole other category Monkeys fling poo, right? Some humans. Some humans. Yeah, well. uh, Apes have no tail. Monkeys have tails. Mm. Some monkeys don't have tails, but most monkeys have tails. And geo, uh, geographically, if you don't look at humans, uh, apes are primarily found in Africa and Asia, where monkeys are found in Africa, Asia, and also the Americas. Hmm. Gorillas are a great ape. They're the largest primate in the world. They're two times the size of most of the other primates, so the the males like an average male would be three hundred to five hundred pounds. An average female would be two fifty to three hundred pounds um Apes can use oh i already said that monkey's fling poo Our So closest why is miss why is miss Plum saying gorillas are stupid? They're not they're they're uh, they're i think the the thing with gorillas is they're just very large, so mm. like if they weren't tame, for instance. Mm. Then that would be a problem, but you know, you're clearly dealing with a tame orangutan here. Um, chimpanzees and bonobos are our closest relatives. I think technically it's bonobos, but whatever. This is what mm-hmm. the site said. Um, monkeys or apes also have a more mobile shoulder joint, which allows us, allows apes to hang from trees and allows us to do a lot of other tasks that monkeys can't do. But the biggest distinction by far between all other primates and apes is intelligence. Mm. The okay. end. All right. Any Good. other questions? Well, you know what I'm talking about—the chimpanzee eating his owner's face. I remember that. Yeah, the 911 call. I'll never yeah. forget it. Seared into yeah. my memory. So that's well, why I, mean, I just have—I just approached. Uh, people should not be putting chimpanzees in cages in their houses or living with them. Just because they're intelligent doesn't mean they're tame. Right. Like those. I mean, that's true with humans. Right. I mean, I, I, I just feel like that freaked me out so bad. I don't know. I don't trust it. Like, they, you know, if they feel threatened, or you encounter them in the wild, like they're gonna, they're gonna defend themselves. They're gonna react. I mean, mm-hmm. like any other animal. Same thing with humans. So... So, Jenny, in town, Rev is strolling around, Jones in for a checkers match. Rev is looking for his checker fix. (laughs) And Edwards is like, do you have spare time on your hands? Now, I was curious if Blanche was going to play checkers with Rev. That's what I thought they were going. I thought they were going towards that, but I don't know if they're that intelligent. I don't know. Maybe. So, So Edwards is like, do you have spare time on your hands? Rev says, tons of it. Rev would have killed for an iPad with casual gaming. Oh my god, yes. Edwards tells him about Blanche and asks if he'd be willing to watch her, but never once says she's an orangutan. No, no. No. Like she nope. he's gonna find out, dude, in like five minutes. I mean, this is the like Yeah. Rev is Hokey like adventure. where is she now? And Edward's like, She's alone. Rev's like, Isaiah, you can't leave a three year old alone. Let's go. Jenny, this is the meeting of what I'm, who I'm calling public enemy number one, which you know is Rev. Yes. And public enemy number two, which is that goddamn orangutan. I feel like there's a bond. I mean, I feel like as much as I truly loved Fred, he was kind of public enemy number two. (laughs) Let's face it. So they head home and they find the cabin trashed and Edwards flies into a rage and threatens to hit Blanche. She's under blanket and he's yelling like, come on out here. You're getting a hitting or whooping. And Rev thinks he's like going to beat up a three-year-old human child. Rev's like, Isaiah, just calm down. Let me handle this. And he coaxes Blanche out of the blanket and she lays a big kiss on Rev and he's stunned. And we have gazoo music and he runs away. You forgot to note that uh, Blanche was drinking whiskey. Oh, I did not notice that. It was whiskey. They showed the empty bottle. You know, the bottle that she was like chewing on. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dumped it into a bucket and drank it, even though she could drink out of the thing. I don't, okay. I don't understand. But um, I thought maybe it was syrup, like when mm. she was doing it. And then when they came, when Revan Edwards came back in, they showed the bottle <laughs> it was whiskey. Okay. All right. <laughs> now Jenny arrives and she breaks Edwards heart by telling him Minneapolis does not have a zoo. You need to write to Chicago or New York, dude. How does Jenny know this? I how does she know this? And, like, I mean, she might just know this. Mm-hmm. But how did, what did Edwards do? Did you just write a letter that said, like, delivered to the zoo in Minneapolis? I know. I don't know. Again, no paperwork, no records. I feel like you records. could ask. I would go to Mrs. Foster. Because, like, don't they have, like, a little machine? Oh, a little <laughs> machine. <laughs> the Morse code. The Morse, the Morse code. code. I like, okay. couldn't Mor- couldn't she Morse code another post office and be like, Do you guys have a zoo in your town? Like the post office will know. Probably. You should have done the research. What the I've, fuck? I thought you were doing a gram there. Graham used to say, Can you punch this into your computer? Can you punch this into your computer. <laughs> I mean, if I if I didn't know Graham better in that she has zero understanding of technology at all. Um, I would think she'd be referring to like computers just be run with punch cards. Yes, again, you guys, Graham, like punch cards. not an addict. <laughs> <laughs> Graham, what was his name? the The actual addict, Whipple, Graham, Graham Whipple, Whipple, right? Yeah, that's you should have clarified. He's an addict. Okay, guys, we got this. Well, he's dead in the season now. So but... is Graham. So, <laughs> All right. so. Rev's running away. Jenny comes in. She's telling this to Edwards. Edwards is like, "I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I have nobody to watch her during the day. By the time I write to Chicago, by the time I write to New York, like my house is gonna be trashed." Jenny's like, "I know. I'll bring her to school." A lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, Mrs. Plum is never going to do this, nor should she. No. Not true, Jen. That night, Edwards is sleeping and Blanche gets up in the middle of the night and was riding a saddle. This is like the shit of nightmares. Like if I woke up and saw this, no, Mm-mm. no. I, and I like, I feel like the energy of apes is like super drunk humans. The energy of apes is like a two year old. But like, no, cause I feel like they're more capable than that. That's the scary part. Mm, maybe like a five year old drunk. No, I feel like, I feel like they're a super drunk, like adult okay. human. All right. The next day, Blanche comes to school, and I feel seen by Nancy because her reaction is what my reaction would be. <laughs> I'm She's gonna... screaming, "Get it out of here! What it's a gorilla. Like oh my it. god! It's a gorilla! Kill it!" She's, She's screaming. Okay, now I don't agree with the kill it part, but I agree with the oh my god, what is it? Get it away from me! Why is this happening? Right, yeah, I am gonna, I am um, gonna channel Dad here and use one of his famous quotes, like when Jenny's bringing the gorilla into the. School. I'm like, what could go wrong? What could go wrong? What could mm-hmm. go wrong? Plum says orangutangs are apes and they are the smartest. And she says as long as you all do your work, Blanche can sit in the back of the class. Okay. Yeah. Great. So now the kids are all outside at recess playing with Blanche, and she's throwing them the ball. But when it's Nancy's turn, she don't play. What? Well, I feel like she could graduate before Willie. <laughs> She's already passed, Willie. (laughs) Blanche just does a big old raspberry and Nancy slaps her. She slaps the ape. Don't (laughs) slap. Gen X pro tip. Don't slap a wild animal. It's not going to go well. (laughs) Blanche hits her back and Nancy runs off to tell mother. Jen, who is at the center of all this action? That little stupid Carl's Jr. kid jason's junior he's there he's he like don't it. you go fucking tell your mother bitch and he's he just like... has... i cannot like his energy is so fucking weird every time i see him so that night edwards is reading blanche a bedtime story and he dozes off while he's reading no reason for this scene nothing happens well and then he falls asleep while he's reading the story of sleeping beauty like that's mm-hmm. a little on the nose yeah. this yeah. is dumb and also can we discuss that blanche's mouth like aside from her teeth being like black black (laughs) like their teeth and their their tongue looks amazingly human i know it's crazy i know so jen i just wrote now we see that old guy walk in the one we know and i didn't know his name so i called him our oldie our bud yeah (laughs) he's our oldie you know who i'm talking about yeah i know exactly who you're talking about He's walking and a sheriff is coming into town with a gun to kill a wild animal loose in Walnut Grove who attacked a little girl. So you know Isn't, who called this guy. I, I'm like, is there animal control? But then I realize it's just the sheriff that they mm-hmm, called. Because mm-hmm. there's no law in Walnut Grove. So they called the sheriff from wherever. <laughs> okay. Now, in a bizarre twist, there's a standoff in the schoolhouse with a loaded gun. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Well, and he's like, take the children outside. Yeah, he's going to shoot her in the schoolhouse. First of all, you don't want to shoot her in the schoolhouse. Like, that's just messy. Oh, God, guys, what is happening? So Edwards has thrown himself between Blanche and the sheriff. Yeah. And the sheriff's like, according to the law, you cannot own a wild animal. Like, really? This is your hill to die on, Sheriff? I guess. I guess. Go to Edward's property. He has a fucking still right out in the back of his house. Can he have what? that? <laughs> so then um, he says to Plum, take these kids outside while I shoot their beloved friend. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Pretty much. Edward then says, look, she's my responsibility Let me take her out back and shoot her. And the sheriff's like, "Oh yeah, okay, that works. But I have to watch. I have to see her. And so do all of the kids have to watch? (laughs) (laughs) Like, what happened to like not traumatizing them? Now suddenly they're all just going to watch this this ape get shot. So Edwards goes off with Blanche, and they go like fifteen feet away. Not even. Yeah. Blanche stands there and he's holding the gun on her and all the kids are watching nice. This is wild. I know. <laughs> and Edwards quote unquote shoots her and the kids are all traumatized, including my baby, Jason's Junior. They took like a, a hiatus in their school day for an execution, apparently. <laughs> Blanche falls to the ground. The sheriff's like, okay, doesn't even look for a gunshot. He's like, okay, good. You shot. And that very, very, very smart ape fell over. Yeah, but he doesn't know. Like in this day, I feel like the sheriff of that town wouldn't know that they're almost human-like in their intelligence. Like he wouldn't know that. He thinks it's an animal. Yeah, sure. So the sheriff leaves and Edwards reveals Blanche is still alive and the kids start cheering. And Edwards is like, we have to hide her somewhere. And Jenny says, why not my house? And hey, everybody's like, hey, everybody, give me something else to take care of. I mean, Laura. Because we all know, hey, everybody's not taking care of anything. Well, like, what are the chances that 35 kids are going to keep this secret? I know. I know. Come on. Come on. That night, Laura and Almanzo are heading somewhere and Jenny is babysitting Rose and Blanche. Jenny serves them dinner and is like, oh, we're out of milk. Let me just leave this baby alone with this wild animal and go outside. How old do you think Jenny is at this point? Fifteen, maybe fourteen. You think? Oh, she's that old. Yeah, I think so. Um, I maybe like the I... youngest would be maybe twelve, but I think she's older than that. I think she's like twelve or thirteen. No, mm, maybe she's like in charge of a toddler and a fucking ape. Like, mm-hmm. and she's milking a cow and making dinner. Well, milking the cow—that's something they did, but mm-hmm. I don't know. This is and like where Alora and Amonza go. Don't you think the first night you have a wild animal staying in your house, you would like? Cancel your plans and stay home to make sure that all went okay? Well, Jenny, I wrote, it's funny you said this before, because I wrote, what could go wrong? She left the <laughs> ape yeah. alone with the baby. So now inside, now I have to say something. I had to watch this scene three times, because I thought Blanche knocked over the lantern. No, Blanche is telling Rose to stop doing the things she's doing, because mm-hmm. she's going to knock mm-hmm. over the lamp. So I, she can't form words; she just has to shake her head. So I went on a tirade about how they are like, oh, thanking Blanche for saving Rose from a fire she started. No, and I was like freaking out, and then I realized, oh. Rose fire. Somehow Rose got the knife jammed under the the lantern, which makes no sense. And, and she's the like actress that she is. She knew to keep pressing on it. I mean, incredible job. She did an incredible job. She's looking all stressed out at the ape. I mean, what is this kid thinking, right? And the ape is no. Uh Blanche is like shaking her head no. Like, don't hmm. do that. Okay. All right. I feel like Blanche should have gotten more aggressive and like moved her hand away. Mm-hmm. Because let's face it, human babies are not like they would not survive in the wild. No, without human parents. No, so the house is immediately in flames.
1: Well, like first engulfed. of all,
0: this, well, aim, but the very flammable plastic tablecloth <laughs> caught on fire instantly. <laughs> so Blanche grabs Rose, takes her outside, and Jenny's milking a cow, and we hear Rose. She hears Rose cry. Later, she yeah. says Blanche cried out, but it was Rose. No, it was Rose. Yeah. And Jenny runs in and she puts the fire out, and she then thanks Blanche for saving Rose from the fire. Yeah, and you can see like you know how our early ancestors got us to where we are because a three-year-old human would have died in that building. A hundred percent. Yeah. So Mrs. Carter, we hear now that there's two people talking by the tree. Oh my god, I don't have written down who it was. It was Jason's junior. Of course, was that idiot is. Was he talking to Willie, maybe? He just said, no, I think he was talking to Jenny, wasn't he? Oh, no, Jenny was telling them the story of what yeah. happened, yes. And she says Mrs. Carter wanted to write up in the paper, or she wanted Mrs. Carter to put this in the paper, but no. Mrs. Carter can't do it because Harriet will find out. No, Mrs. Carter wanted to write it up in the paper, and Jenny said she couldn't do it because Harriet will find out. But Mrs. Carter's like, I'm sending this to the bigger cities, because this is amazing. Again, slow news so, Jenny says, Mrs. Carter sent it off to the big city and Nancy has been hiding behind the tree and has heard all of this. Yep. Dun, dun, dun. Here comes the sheriff back around. <laughs> the kids are, a few days later, the kids are sulking at school while the adults have a second sand off in the school. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, the sheriff must be pissed oh my god he must be yeah the sheriff says to isaiah like you're breaking a law dude this yeah. is in black and white like i don't know what you want to me to tell you yeah then the sheriff threatens to put edwards in jail for obstructing justice over an orangutan yep gee if it was this easy to hold people accountable for their actions and just throw them in jail could you imagine no so hey everybody narks Blanche out he's like hey everybody where she is, and he reveals they leave, and Nancy smiles as she watches the sheriff ride away. Meanwhile, the kids form a mob, Jason's junior at the center of it, of course, and they walk menacingly toward her. Mm-hmm. Now, Laura's on the porch when the men arrive, and Edward's like, Can I have a few minutes alone with Blanche out back? and the sheriff's like, Sure, yeah, go ahead. Laura standing there with idiot. like. With, like, Rose who had a really wild night. <laughs> he hugs Blanche, brings her outside, and he and the sheriff take her out back. Why does everyone have to get shot out back? I mean, it's just what you do. I mean, shoot him in the, on the side or in the front what, yard. like in front of your house? I don't know. So, right before the sheriff can shoot her, Jenny arrives with Mr. Payne from the Chicago Zoo. He read the story, and he wants her. She well, has first a of all... The wagon that wagon was too heavy and they could not go scoop speed and they almost they almost did not make it there in time. Yeah, because there was like ten of them. Ten. There was like thirty-five. <laughs> um suddenly we hear a shot and everybody's like, eh. Oh fuck. <laughs> Never mind, it's too late. <laughs> um, but then the sheriff runs around and says, Edwards, that monkey took off. You better find her. And everyone's like, Yay! And they go running, they find her, she's heading to the zoo. Now we have an Edwards voiceover. This was a knife to the kidneys. Blanche left home that week. And even though we were sad to see her go, we knew she'd be happy in her new home. Blanche was a very, very, very special little person. Wow. She wasn't a little person. No. Did he say girl? Maybe he said girl. Maybe he's a girl. Um, I hope so. Jay, whose fault is this? It's Michael Landon's it's fault. It's Michael Landon's fault. I cannot defend 100%. him. I cannot 100%. defend him. My was membership like, in the Michael Landon fan club is hanging by a thread. Was he like, uh, you know, so many shows have orangutans in them. Like, we just got to do this. Like, I, if, if there were a lot of, sh- I'm shocked there wasn't quicksand. Oh, in too. the House of too. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, this is part of his getting back in, at Edwards and Victor French. Mm-hmm. Probably. Because mm-hmm. it's the dumbest show ever. So, so dumb. Uh, at the end of every episode, we look back on a theme or a lesson, something we take from the rewatch. We call it our why. It's designed to finish the sentence. Gen X, this is why. Jenny, what is your why for this episode? This is why I needed to watch three hours of Arrested Development last night. Because <laughs> I just had to, like, clap, cap, palate mm-hmm. cleanse, like, mm-hmm. my life from this. Yeah, yeah. I have. This is why Michael Landon had to create his own shows because no one else would let him within a hundred feet of theirs. No, the no one's gonna buy them. this. No, oh, man, no one's gonna it's buy. Just, it has Go gone so far down the drain. <laughs> like, I mean, it, you show me the the person, the producer who buys this script. No one is. No one is. No, no. one. No one. If, if this was in season one, this show wouldn't have made it past season one. Listen to me, you sons of bitches. You got your monkey episode. Amy <laughs> didn't want happy? to do this. Are do you? not want to do this. You mm-hmm. can't talk about it for like a year and then not do it. Oh my God. I was, I was in a blind rage. I was well, like, not, why is I, this happening to me? Well, I gave you the pushback on doing it. And as mm-hmm. soon as like 10 minutes into this, I was like, what, what have I done? <laughs> what have I done to my life? <laughs> All right, guys, Jenny, why don't you tell me what's coming up next? Uh Coming up next is, I think this is the end. No, we are doing season nine, episode 20. May I have this dance? Laura receives an unexpected inheritance from an ailing friend, which promises huge changes for the Wilder family. And, you know, as we know, with every inheritance that they've received over the nine seasons, something will go wrong. It'll be instantly gone within the same episode. 100%. 100% um and so again guys on patreon for february which is this month you'll be hearing it this month is my so-called life the next episode of that and then we're gonna do better off dead hopefully if we can find it so if you want to join up click that link in our show notes and uh i don't know i don't know what to tell you about this we did it you got it i hope you're all happy (laughs) <laughs> uh, we're we're all not better for it. I'm gonna <laughs> if go watching it. I'm gonna go just walk around the block and scream a little bit. I mean if anything else it helps us appreciate how good current TV is is for true. the most part. It's true. It's true. Alright guys, thanks for listening. We'll see you soon.